0: welcome to Madison City channels know your candidates co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County I'm your moderator Mona Steele and I would like to introduce Kate Taves a candidate for seat six on the Madison Metropolitan School Board let's begin with your opening statement Kate as to your educational vocational and civic activities uh, experiences that qualify you for the Madison
1: public school board. Yes, Um, so I was motivated to run for school board really following the presidential election in November. I have three young kids and my oldest is a first-grader so I have a one, four, and seven-year-old and the day after the election I sat with my seven-year-old and uh, we talked about what had happened and we talked about what was going to happen next and I told him that schools were the place that we needed to take a stand and um, that I was incredibly hopeful about doing that here in Madison because we control our schools right here. So my background, I've worked in urban public schools throughout the country. I ran a peer mediation program in Boston Public Schools and uh, worked with about 1,500 students in the high school, <clears throat> very inner city high school, um, building up a peer mediation program that offered an alternative way to solve disputes. Uh, following that, I spent about the last decade working in the business world. I've worked in some of the biggest businesses in, uh, in the country. And then I was CEO of a startup here in Madison that makes nutritious food for senior citizens. So I have an entrepreneurial background. I've managed budgets. I've made tough personnel decisions. And those, I believe, will be very useful for the school board. In terms of civic duties, I serve on a board here for a nonprofit called Working Capital for Community Needs. We provide microfinance to women in Latin America. And I also serve on the city's board for early childhood education. And this is the, the city board actually oversees most of the daycare centers in the city and subsidizes low income families to have access to high quality early childhood care. Uh, which is one of the pieces I believe is incredibly important for the school district as well.
0: Thanks so much, Kate. Um, I'm going to give you a series of specific issues okay. important to the Madison Metropolitan School District one at a time. With each issue, I would like you to identify the challenges you, are, you feel are particularly important with the issue, the priorities you believe the board should take in working on the issue and any steps either taken by the district or new ones you would like to encourage for the issue. Okay, does that make sense?
1: Priorities, (coughs) that's what I took. (laughs) The
0: achievement gap.
1: Yes, a huge priority for our district. We have One of the biggest racial achievement gaps still in the country, um, and this is an issue we've been working on for a long time, right? It's a complicated issue, Uh, and it needs to remain one of our very top priorities. It is unacceptable for every kid in our district to not get a fantastic education. That is the point of public education, and it is vitally important right now for our country that all kids have access to the single thing that brings people together and the single thing that gives people opportunity, right? So incredibly important. Um, In terms of my priorities to approach the achievement gap, uh, the first, I just mentioned early childhood education. I believe this is one of the most important ways for us to engage with such a deep issue. By the time my son's a first grader, right, by the time he got to kindergarten, the gap in his room between people arriving from different daycare centers or not is so vast already. Um, So the the birth to five age range, I think, is actually a critical one for us to be able to work with other parts of our city uh, to build up quality early childhood care. And then once students get into school to continue really investing in that young age so that we're not chasing the gap all the way through, right? To invest in early literacy at that K through two level I think is just vitally important. The second way that I, I really believe we need to prioritize is the diversity of our workforce. My son's school is almost, almost every staff person in the school is white, right? And we have 57% of our students in the district are students of color. We, we need to be able to offer students teachers that speak the language that they speak at home, that can communicate with their parents. We need to offer students teachers that look like them. It's, it's I think, one of the most important ways for us to be able to, um, to address the achievement gap. And particularly with the workforce, it's been hard for us to hire diverse staff um, and part of that's because our compensation is not competitive with other areas in Wisconsin or the country. We actually, our starting pay is actually lower than almost every city in the, in the state. Um, and so I, I think that's a very concrete way for us to be able to attract and retain uh, a diverse workforce.
0: Thank you. Um, the next topic is budget priorities. Great.
1: I love it. I'm a budget person. So I was the CEO of a startup. I'm incredibly familiar with working with tight budgets. And um, we are very fortunate in Madison to be a relatively well-resourced district. You would never know it from walking into our schools, but we um, have a $450 million budget. It's a lot of money to work with. Um, It's about $17,000 per student, which is much higher than the national average. So I feel incredibly fortunate that our community has invested in our schools, and we need to make really wise decisions about how to use that money. So budget priorities for me, the first is the quality of our teachers. My son's, the most important person in my son's life is his teacher, other than, hopefully, my husband and I. (laughs) But, you know, the quality of the person that he spends his whole day with is so vital and I think, you know, we're a community that believes in educators. We should be investing particularly in our new educators. Every year, fewer teachers are trained. Every year, it gets harder for us to hire teachers. We already can't hire certain kinds of teachers, special ed, bilingual. We actually go out of the country to hire most of our bilingual teachers. Mm. And I just find that unacceptable. This is Madison. We should be able to find and bring the best educators here we're a great place to live um so so one is the quality of our teachers and really putting our money with our, where our mouth is the second really is again that early childhood age range i really think that um from a staffing perspective we need to continue to invest in that that early childhood age range <clears throat> and then you know middle school is tough um, Our middle schools are very full. Our facilities in our middle schools are not the greatest. And middle school is a tough time anyways in a student's life for lots of reasons. Uh, So I think that's another one that really bears us looking at and and trying to think creatively um, and innovatively about how to use the funds that that we do have.
0: Okay, then we're going to continue on funding. The state funding question
1: What is the state funding question do you have any particular part of it or no I'm
0: just 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 the state funding
1: yeah so you know one of the reasons that propelled me to run was looking at our uh, new federal government DeVos right Trump and Walker and thinking what's gonna happen when those guys get into alignment right because that's scary and uh, and the state contributes, between the state and federal government, we get about a quarter of our funding from those two sources. So it's a big deal, right? They, they have control over a lot of our, our funds. Um, and I'm really worried about their effort to privatize our schools, right? I'm, I'm deeply concerned that we could be looking at in the next several years, a massive push for vouchers for um, Taking our public our public money and giving them to private schools in our city, and I think if that fa- that happens, we're we're facing a whole new world. Honestly, with budgets, I mean, I I've got a lot of experience working with budgets and prioritizing prioritizing those monies. I hope it doesn't come to that, um, and I think we need to do everything we can to be proactive to fight back against that, including building coalitions in our state with communities around the state who have done referendums in the last several years because we we are a state with a deep history of belief in public schools, right? So I think we need to really build on that um, to start to communicate to our lovely capital that uh, that we won't stand for it, right? That, that this is something we, we as a community believe, not just the Madison community, but as a state believe that we need to continue to invest in our public schools.
0: Okay, the next topic or area of that you should comment on is hiring and
1: maintaining quality teaching staff. Yes, great question. Um, So we lose about half of our teachers right now in the first five years after they come to Madison. And we lose them for a couple of reasons. Uh, First because our pay is not competitive at the starting wages level. Mm -hmm. Uh, You could make five to ten thousand dollars more a year your first year out of college if you go to Milwaukee versus here Mm -hmm. it's a big deal and uh and then the other reason is because teaching's hard right and we need to be able to support especially our new teachers as they come into the profession uh I'm worried about you know my my son has had fantastic teachers here in the district and um so he's seven I have a four-year-old daughter and a a one-year-old son as well i want my one-year-old to still have the same teachers right the churn that that creates in our schools is so damaging for kids and for the relationships that they develop with their teachers for the relationships and the culture of a school so you know i think that as we look to hiring and retaining we need to be again we just we this is a long-term issue um it's an issue right now because of Act 10, because of the deprofessionalization of the workforce. But it's a long-term issue, right? Like, the, the, the surrounding communities to Madison have a much harder time than us even finding teachers, and every year fewer teachers are trained. So my one-year-old, his future teacher is a fifth grader right now. How do we con- convince that fifth grader or that twelfth grader that teaching is a fantastic and deeply revered profession, right, one where you can make a living, where you can be respected, where you can make a difference. And part of that's around enabling our teachers to do what they love in the room, to be creative, right, to give them the support they need. Part of that is around pay, I believe. Um, and then and then supporting our new teachers creatively as they come into the district. Um, I think, I think giving them a voice, particularly in an, a post Act 10 world, is critical. I'm actually endorsed by the, the Teachers Union here in Madison. I'm the candidate in seat six that they chose to endorse. And I'm proud to have that endorsement because they are the, the people that make our schools work, right? I mean, I'm, I have a deep organizational background. I've worked in schools. I, um, I you know, the, the, the tools that we have to educate our children, it's our, it's our teachers and our staff everyone in the building right from the custodian to the person who serves my son lunch because I'm terrible at making him lunch and <laughs> you yeah, I mean, it's just uh to, to to the person that you know is welcoming him into the room with a hug every day and making sure that you know when he's sick he's taken care of and when he wants a challenge he has that and you know I actually volunteered in my son's room yesterday. He got a bloody nose in the middle of, um, he bumped into someone by accident and got a bloody nose in the middle of the lesson. And um, I was busy with another student and he went to his teacher. And that just made me feel so good, you know? Mm -hmm. And he, it, it just, it was such a special moment. So that's the kind of relationship that all students should have with their teacher.
0: Last subject, school
1: infrastructure and
0: maintenance.
1: Yes, I'm glad you asked about this. Um, I I don't think we talk about facilities as much as we should. I think that um, our community is surrounded by cities that have built schools in the last several years. Many of our surrounding suburbs are growing. In fact, a thousand students every year open and roll out of Madison. They choose to live in Madison, but take their kids to schools outside of Madison. that number's been growing <clears throat> and Madison attendees has been shrinking. And I think new facilities is part of that. Um, uh, I think it's nice to show up to a facility that is uh, clean and put together and that we need to think about that as an important element of our um, educational environment. I, so I was in my son's room yesterday and uh, they just got new computers um, every one of them. And I was a little nervous about giving 27 year olds at each a new computer, right? Um, and I have to say, I was so impressed with how the students have reacted. And part of it is that they, these are special devices, right? They're new, they're clean. And the, 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 um, the room was quieter than I'd seen it before. The kids were engaged. They were focused. They didn't use them for very long, right? They're still seven. It's not a big part of the day. Um, and so it's just, it was, a, it was a pretty amazing moment to see what, it was the first time I'd seen it in use. And um, I think the, the ability to have facilities that are nice and um, new is, it has the ability to transform a room in an, in an interesting way.
0: I think we're going to have to move on. Uh, Can
1: you identify
0: one or two of these issues that you want to take personal responsibility to work on during your time on the board?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so for me, um, the the three issues that I will focus on the most. Um, the first is around the privatization of our schools. I think we need to be proactive to the degree we can to fight back against the efforts from the state and federal government. Um, I think that means working with people throughout the state and um, and building a coalition that we can we can uh, have a voice to protect our funding. The second is around our workforce. I want to enable our teachers today. And I want to make sure that my one-year-old has fantastic futures 18 years from now, right? That is the most important thing from my perspective for our school. So the the second is really around our workforce. And then the third is the achievement gap, right? I am an unapologetic believer in excellence and equity. I think every student needs to have um, adults in their life that believe in them and that have the highest standards of expectations from them. Um, that believe that they can reach the stars and help them do that.
0: So what do you believe are one or two personal qualities that you have that distinguish you from the other candidates?
1: Yeah, so I'm a trained mediator and I practiced uh, both in the school environment. I worked with um, students, students and teachers, uh, students and uh, police in some cases, students and families, And so that skill set of listening to diverse perspectives and integrating those different viewpoints, I believe is uh, a very, very critical one, especially with our schools. So the first is around mediation. The second is I have a deep, deep financial background and have managed budgets. I've managed people. Fundamentally, that's the role of our board. Our board manages our budget, manages our superintendent, and I have a deep experience both doing that and, and working in the schools.
0: Okay, we're running short of time, but I would like to have you say whatever you'd like to hear, have the viewing audience hear from you as we complete this interview. Maybe a minute.
1: Okay, I'll keep it short. Um, I believe that Madison can be one of the best districts in the country. I believe we have all of the right ingredients to do that. We've got a relatively well-funded district. We have fantastic families, teachers, students. We moved here in part because we wanted to participate in this community, in a community that believes in education. I think we have all the right ingredients to do that and that we can really show the rest of the country what education is capable of here. Um, And I would love to be a part of that. Uh, I have three young kids. I am deeply committed to education in our city and, and I'm so, so excited about the potential that we have as a community.
0: I want to thank Kate for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking time to know your candidates. Please vote in the spring general election on Tuesday, April 4th. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.